Well, this is day number 129 of 180-day growth um, plan. And so we want to share some ideas. I'm, I'm going to share some scriptures. And as I share these scriptures uh, today, I want, want you to follow with me as I go through the passages. It's, it's kind of like if you've ever heard uh, Bishop Kenneth Ulmer preach an amazing uh, minister of the Word of God. And one of the things he does during his messages, uh, he will sometimes weave together uh, some concepts and, and, and throughout the, the sermon, he'll say, okay, now follow me. I'm going somewhere with this. And you pay attention. And, you know, very, very amazing revelations, um, clarity from the Word of God, great teaching pastor. Well, I want to do the same thing this morning and ask that you stay with me as I share these texts. I'm going to share a couple of scriptures and then try to tie them together. I'm going somewhere with this, okay? The first scripture is Philippians chapter 3, verses 13 and 14. Philippians 3, 13 and 14. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. You got that? And then the next scripture says, it's in, it's in 1 John chapter 2, verse 16. 1 John 2, 16. For all that is in the world the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. Now stay with me. I'm going to pull it together with another scripture, okay? But first, let's look at it. So the lust of the eyes occurs when we see something visually that incites covetousness, jealousy, or sexual lust. The pride of life is the desire in every human being to be his or her own God. So we get arrogance, we get self-promotion, and not marketing, I'm talking about self-promotion, everything is about you, right? And we get greed. It all stems from the pride of life. So each of these categories have little things that sprout out and branch from them. The lust of the flesh is also one of the foes we fight. So the lust of the flesh include desires that arise from the fact that we are human beings. We, we are fleshly human beings. We, we're creatures uh, in a human body. We're, we're, we're spirits having a human fleshly experience, right? Now, the flesh of itself is not a sinful thing to have, right? We, we desire food. We desire water. We desire shelter, we desire sex, we desire comfort, right? And God created those, created us with those desires, right? However, we also, we were born sinful, desiring to please ourselves regardless of God's plan for our lives or his, his statue, his morals, his, 
his commandments, his will for us. So now, when when the flesh desires rule us and they take priority, they become number one, they become the driving thing, they cause us then to go against God's will for our lives. They, they cause us to take what is good and turn it into something that's not good. For example, we're hungry and we want to get some food, right? Eating is good. And eating is an enjoyable activity, right? It's not a sin to eat and enjoy. Jesus ate. He drank when he was on earth, right? And um, enjoyed hanging out with people. But when hunger becomes a lust for food, it turns into gluttony. And gluttony is the sin. Do you see that? So when, when natural sexual desires turn perverse, they lead to the homosexuality, adultery, fornication, child abuse, all, all of those other sexually related sins. Those are the lusts of the flesh. Now, now here's the good news and the bad news when we put these texts together. The good news is Satan really only attacks human beings in three specific areas. The lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, the pride of life. The bad news is Satan really only attacks human beings in three specific categories because he is a specialist and most effective in the areas he specializes in. You see, if I were the devil, I would really not be a good devil because I can I can do so many things and get distracted by so many things, right? I'm able to do a lot of things and I'm only really good at a few things and not focusing only on the few things. I'm all over the place. But the difference between me and the devil is that the devil is able to do a lot of things but only focuses on those three categories, which makes him really, really, really good at those three things. He has actually taken the biblical principle of this one thing I do, and he's perfected it for thousands of years. And is going after human beings again and again. So he will wait until he has the setup that he's looking for to attack in those three areas. Will patiently wait for years and years and then makes his move. So then how, how do we combat a force, a, a, a personality, the spiritual um, demonic soldiers that are strategically aiming precisely each and every time, pushing each and every time in a certain direction. How do we do that? How do we fight? How do we combat these attacks? Well, the answer is simple, although it's, it's, it involves complex steps and action. But the answer in the simple form is this. You and I, we can become specialists in three things. 
See, we, we make following God all about, all about everything. We get it so complicated and all of this, that, and the other. We can boil it down to three categories based on the word of God. Micah chapter 6, verse 8. He hath showed thee, O man, what is good, and what doth the Lord require of thee. Three things. Do justly, love mercy, and walk humbly with thy God. So if you would focus on that, walking with God, you would focus on that loving mercy, and you would focus on that doing justly, man, you would be able to defeat the enemy each and every time. Father God, would you help us as you brought us the freshness of a new day? Help us to, to focus on that which is most important, to love justice, to do justice, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with you today. Help us to do just that so we can defeat the enemy and his specific attacks setting us up to crumble and not be good witnesses for you. We want to be good witnesses, God. And we thank you. You've laid it out very clearly as to what we can do and how we can do it. We thank you in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. And thank the Lord. Again, God bless you. Thank you so much for sharing this with your friends and loved ones. Day number 129. Let's make it to day number 180. God bless you.